Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio, brought to you by June's Journey, The Lost Diaries. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Radio Detectives. In a moment, we're going to bring you an episode of The Fat Man. This episode originally aired in Australia on April the 14th of 1955. But first, I'd like to talk to you about our sponsor. Some of the problems that people faced a hundred years ago have been solved by the amazing advances in technology we've had. But some challenges are quite relevant to today's world as she's staying in her parents' home and turning through the newly unearthed diaries of her great-grandmother, June. And June has so many great stories to tell, including uh, tales from World War One, Prohibition, and the women's suffrage movement. June's journey, The Lost Diaries, is inspired by Wooga's smash hit hidden objects game, June's Journey. Uh, The Lost Diaries is an intimate, uh, ASMR-like podcast experience guided by Sarah Grayson, a talented indie games voice actress who plays Autumn and serves as your guide to June's amazing Lost Diaries. This is something new as it's the first ever narrative mobile game podcast tie-in. If you've ever played uh, June's Journey, uh, this is also going to provide a treat as it will give you some never-before-heard hints about uh, June Parker's life before she became a detective and the events that shaped her. You can listen to June's Journey, The Lost Diaries, for free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, with new episodes being added every two weeks. Well, now let's go ahead and take a listen to The Fat Man. There he goes into that drugstore. He's stepping on the scales. Weight, on one of those sleepy Monday afternoons when a fat man wishes he could be lying down instead of working at a desk. But the work had to be done, and I was poring over it when the door opened and a guy came in. He was a skinny little runt, about 25 years old. There was nothing out of the ordinary about him, except that he had a gun in his hand and was pointing it straight at me. Keep sitting in that chair, big boy, and put your hands behind your head. Wait a minute, kid. Somebody steered you wrong. You won't get much cash in here. I said put your hands behind your head. Okay, only you better put that pistol on. You might hurt somebody. I'll hurt you if you keep asking for it. Roll your chair back. Look, kid, there's $26 in this right-hand drawer and another five spot in my pocket. Now take it and get out of here. My arms are getting tired. I didn't come here to take your dough. I want to give you some advice. About what? The Robin case. 
Lay off it, fat man. And get old man Robin to lay off it, too. Old man Robin? Come on, come on. Don't play dumb. Call the old guy up right now and tell him you're through. Tell him you don't want the job. But I do. Business is awful slow around here. You won't have any business if you don't do what I say. And if I don't want to? You'll get a belly full of lead. All right, kid. If that's the way you feel about it, start shooting. Huh? Go ahead. Let me have it. What? Are you crazy? Sure. I want to die if you're willing to take a chance on killing me. Shut up. You don't really want to dust me off, kid. I know you don't. Otherwise, you'd have caught me in a dark alley some night and given it to me in the back. Shut up, I said. You're just trying to frighten me, son. Only I don't frighten so easy. Now, put that gun down and talk some sense or I'll take it away from you. Stay in that chair. Better talk, kid. They'll sweat it out of you at headquarters. They'll have to find me first. Hey, hey, don't run away. Stay where you are, I'll wing you. And don't forget what I said about Robin. Lay off the case. You little punk. I've got a good mind to go after you. Oh, shut up. Yeah, hello. Mr. Runyon? Speaking. Uh, Mr. Runyon, this is Mr. Robin, Wilfred Robin. Yeah? Would you be good enough to come out to my house in Crestview this afternoon? I can't say much about it on the phone, but if you're wondering... I know all about it, Mr. Robin. I'll take your case. Go on with your story, Mr. Robin. It's very interesting. In the light of what happened in my office this afternoon. What happened? Oh, just a little intimidation. Somebody with a gun advised me to lay off this case. In fact, he wanted you to lay off it, too. Desmond. Chuck Desmond. He's the man I was telling you about. The gambler? Yes, gambler and heaven knows what else. Well, what made him think I was already working on this case? I told him, Mr. Runyon. Told him you'd hired me? Yes. I said that because I wanted to frighten him. I thought if he knew there was a detective on his trail, he might tell me where he's hiding my daughter. When did she disappear, Mr. Robin? Oh, about five weeks ago. You haven't told the police? Well, I wanted to, but you see, this isn't the first time it's happened. She's run away from home before. Even so, it's a serious business. I know, Mr. Runyon, but if I call in the police, it'll be in all the papers. And if they do find Dorothy, I... I might lose her forever. How do you mean? I mean, she might hate me for bringing her back. She might even refuse to come back. Why? Well, well, she's a strange girl, Mr. Runyon. Always had her own way, always been terribly independent. And for some reason or other, she's always been attracted to men like this Desmond fellow. Gamblers, petty racketeers. Sounds like some sort of a complex. I don't know what it is, frankly, but I've always kept track of her in the past. Even when she ran away from home. I'd get a phone call or a letter or a wire for money. Always something to tell me where she was. And this time she hasn't gotten in touch with you? No. That's why I think Desmond must be hiding her, keeping her somewhere, against her will. Well, if that's the case, I don't think I'll have too much trouble locating her. Why not? Because Desmond can be found and made to talk, especially if he has a police record. I'll get that sawed-off little runt and squeeze the truth out of him. Are you talking about Desmond, Mr. Vernon? Why, yes. What's the matter? Well, Desmond isn't a little fellow. He's a big, strapping six-footer. Uh, I don't know why I let you look through my files, Runyon. You never tell me a thing about the case you're working on, but you come down here to police headquarters and go through look, every file I got. Will you, Mac? Uh, anytime I work on a job, I'm giving you guys one less case to solve. 
Now, let me see one more of these pictures. Yeah, here. What are you looking for, anyway? A little guy about five feet two with blonde hair and funny eyes. I thought you said Desmond was a big fella. He is. But you haven't got anything on him, and I don't know what he looks like. That's why I have to find the little squirt first. He might leave it. Yeah. Here he is. Uh, Ralph Kerber. Is that the guy? That's him, all right. Two years in reform school, one year on the big time, and three arrests. Know where I can find him? Sure, we'll have an address on him somewhere. Well, let's have it, Mac. The sooner I go after the little fish, the sooner I can land the big one. Come on, come on, open up, you jerk. Yes? Oh, uh, excuse me, I'm looking for a guy named Ralph Kermit. Does he live here? Yes, he wants to see him. The fat man. Come on in. Thanks. Kermit isn't here right now, but uh, we were expecting you, Ryan. My name's Desmond. Well, that saves me a lot of trouble. Does it? <laughs> ah, it was a neat trick, Desmond. I should have been ready for it. You better get ready for some more. You broke into my apartment, fat man. Huh? Don't reach for your gun. I only need an excuse for beating you up. Now I'll take that gun. Okay. Anything else you want? No. Just get up. Why should I? Come down and get me. Get up, I said. <laughs> you know how to kick, too, don't you? Anything else allowed? Oh, <laughs> everything. Okay, that's all I wanted to know. <laughs> that's what they call a stomach club, Desmond. You can do it, if you've got a hard enough head. You won't do it again, Lincoln. Be sensible, Desmond. Tell me where you're hiding that girl, and I'll leave you alone. I won't even ask you why. Don't make me laugh. Don't lead with your rights. Uh, Where's that girl, Desmond? Come on. Tell me where you're hiding or I'll choke the life out of you. You won't find her, Runyon. No. She's in love with me and if her old man doesn't come through with 50,000 bucks, he's going to get me as a son-in-law. You're going to tell me where she is. Now, come on, Desmond. This is your last chance. Don't make me laugh, Batman. Don't make me laugh. <laughs> Hello, Kathy. This is me, baby, Brad. Where are you? In my office. I'm afraid I won't be able to keep our date for tonight, honey. What's the matter? Oh, nothing serious. Only I ran into a tough customer a little while ago, and I've got the most beautiful shiny you ever saw. Oh, Brad, you poor thing. Why don't you come over here and let me take care of you? You know how to patch up a black eye? No, but I can take care of the other one. What about the rest of me? I've got a swollen hand. Only one? You used to have two. Cut the comedy. I'm not that fat. Oh, come on over, Brad. I want to see you. Well, I should be out looking for Mr. Robin's daughter, but I suppose it's all right to knock off for a while. The guy that knows where she is won't be moving her tonight. I don't think he can stand up. Then you'll be over here? Yeah, in about half an hour. All right, Brad. I'll be waiting for you. So long, honey. Yeah, who is it? Me, Mr. Robin. Well, come in, Mr. Robin. I was just about to call you up and tell you what progress I've made. With Desmond? Yeah. He knows where your daughter is, all right. And as soon as he feels a little better, I'm going to make him lead me to her. I don't think that will be necessary, Mr. Runyon. Why not? Because I know where she is. What? I had a telegram from her this evening. Here, read it. Need money very badly. I'm through with Desmond and all of them. They'll come home if you wire me $1,000 care of Bryce Cochran at above address. 
Must pay debts and get into shape before I see you love Dotty. Who's Bryce Cochran, Mr. Robin? I don't know. When did this wire arrive? About an hour ago, but I haven't sent her the money yet. That's good. I don't want to send her the money. What do you mean? I don't trust her anymore, Mr. Rudman. That's why I came here. I want you to go down to this address and bring her back. You think you can get her to come with you? Think. Look, Mr. Robin, she'll come back with me if I have to carry her under my arm. Miss Robin, is she here? Who's calling? The fat man. I've got some money for her. Oh. Her old man sent you? Yeah. Well, come on in. Okay. My name's Cochran. Bryce Cochran. How do you do? Say you got the money with you? Yeah, but I'll give it to Miss Robin. Okay, okay. Don't get sore. I just asked you because I don't think she'll talk to you if you haven't got the money. I've got it right here. Look. Want to count it? No, no. I believe you. Just a second. I'll get her for you. Doc. Yeah? Come on out. The guy here with money from your father. What kind of a guy? It's all right. He's okay. I don't care. I told my father to telegraph that money. Didn't ask him to send a spy. I'm not a spy, Miss Robert. I'm an escort. What? I came here to see you home. You mean go with you now, the way I look? That's the idea. That's impossible. Besides, I have to settle my debts first. I'll be home the day after tomorrow, if you leave the money with me. Well, I'd like to, Miss Robin, but... How can I be sure you're Wilfred Robin's daughter? I have identification. Where? Right here in my bag. Letters, my bank book, a bracelet. Uh-huh. Now, what's the matter? Don't you think I'm Dorothy Robin? I don't know. But I got a good way of proving it. Come in, Mr. Robin. Why, you, you dirty double Stay where you are. Is this your daughter, Mr. Robin? Why, no. I never saw this girl before in all my life. I thought so. I thought this was a gag, only it isn't very funny. That's Cochran's fault. He got me into this. Said it was going to be a cinch. Shut up. How do I know the old guy come around? Take it easy, you two. You've got a long way to go. What are you going to do? Well, I could run you in for fraud. But if you're nice about this, I'll make a deal with you. What's the deal? I want the truth, Cochran. Why did you pull this shakedown? Uh, it looked like an easy way to make a thousand bucks. Do you know the Robin girl? No. He's lying. He knows her all right. He knows her too well. Look, Cochran, I told you I wanted the truth. Now, you must know something about the Robin girl or you wouldn't have a bank book or these letters. Where did you get them? I... I stole them from her. You mean she left them here in this apartment? She's been over here. Well, what if she has? You know why I want to see You're her. You big liar. Hold it. Hold it. I'm not interested in your private fights. I want to know where Dorothy Robin is. We we can't tell you. You better tell me or I'll run you in. But if Desmond finds out, he'll kill us. Desmond won't know. What's to stop you from telling him? Listen, sister, if I wanted to tell Desmond anything, I could tell him about this shakedown you were pulling right under his nose. No, 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 no please. All right, then talk and talk fast. Where is she? Right across the street, in the top floor apartment. Over here, Mr. Robin. This is the apartment over here. Wait. Somebody's coming out. Quicker back. It's the shrimp Kermit. See you later, Di. Watch it. I'm going to grab him. Hey, what's up with it? Run, you. What are you doing here? Get back in that apartment, kid. Yeah, but let's go on. Get back. All right, all right. Don't shove. Come along, Mr. Robin. Right. For heaven's sake, what's going on here? Darcy. Pop. 
How did you find out where I was? Oh, it's not important now, Dorothy. The important thing oh, is... Oh, stop that sob stuff. I got enough of it at home. Who's a fat guy? Rod Runyon, Miss Robin. I'm a detective. Well, I don't like detectives. Get out of here and leave Kermit alone. Yeah, yeah, let go of me. Take it easy, squirt. I thought you might be keeping Miss Robin here against her will. Are you crazy? He's a friend of mine. He brought him some coffee and groceries for me. Let him go. Okay. See you later, Dottie. Yeah. Dorothy, you look so tired. I am tired. Tired of people telling me how to run my life. I'm old enough to know what I'm doing. But you're ruining your health, my dear. Look at you. Look at the girl I tried so hard to give everything. Oh, be quiet. Don't feel good enough to take that speech right now. I don't feel good at all. What's the matter? I don't know. I just feel kind of woozy. As if it, if it was going black. Maybe I'd better call the doctor. Yeah, maybe you bet. Quick, Mr. Robin. Get some water. She's fainted. The poor kid. What's the matter, Runyon? I... I was wrong, Mr. Robin. She hasn't fainted. She's dead. Just got faint and collapsed right here on the floor. Is that it, Runyon? Yeah, it was like a heart attack, Mac, only it wasn't quite. Well, there's no sense in guessing about it until we get a report from the medical examiner. I just hope you and Mr. Robin didn't wipe your fingerprints all over the place. Didn't touch a thing. Hasn't the old man up to headquarters two minutes after it happened? I'll get it. Yeah, Mackenzie speaking. Mackenzie? This is Fogarty. Oh, yes, Inspector. Uh, Any word yet? Well, it isn't official, but I've had an advance report. There was poison in the coffee she drank, so you better start thinking about suspects. All right, Inspector, I'll be right to work. Good. Well, you call the turn, will you? That wasn't a heart attack at all. It was poison in the coffee she drank. Coffee? Did you say coffee? Yeah, why? That's the one thing I forgot to tell you, Mac. Kermit was leaving the apartment just as we got here. He's the one that brought the coffee. This is me, Brad. Brad Runyon, have you got the nerve to call up here after standing me up all evening? No, don't get mad, baby. I just couldn't get to a phone. Too many things have been happening. How many black eyes have you got now? No, no, this is serious. I'm on a murder case, gorgeous. And I got just one more call to make before I wrap it up. Why are you telling me? Well, I thought you might wait up for me and have a drink if I got there within the next hour. All right, you big Abe. I'm spoiling you, but there's nothing else I can do. Where are you now? In a drugstore on Craig Street. I'll be up at your place in about... Wait a minute, baby. Hold the line. What's the matter? The guy I'm looking for just went out of this store. I gotta grab him. Hey! Hey, Kermit! Hey, Kermit! Come back here! What? Wait a minute, Kermit! What do you want? Why do you keep following me around? Because I like you. I like you so much, I'm going to give you to the police as a present. What are you talking about? That coffee you brought over to Dorothy Robin. There was poison in it. Poison? In that package of coffee? It didn't come in the package, Kermit. You put it there. I didn't touch it. No. I suppose they gave it to you that way in the store. I didn't get it in the store. 
I borrowed that coffee from Bryce Cochran. This is crazy, Runyon, coming over to Cochran's apartment on that kid's say-so. If Cochran poisoned that coffee, he won't be sitting around the house waiting for somebody to arrest him. Don't be too sure, Mac. Not all murderers run away. Hey, what was that? Sounds like a pane of glass breaking. Hey, open the door. Open it up. Give it your shoulder, Brad. Not tonight, Mac. I'm black and blue all over. Well, it's about time... Rick, he went down the power escape. Who? Desmond, he... We can still catch him if we run. Just a minute, young lady. Who are you, and what are you doing with a gun in your hand? I, I shot after Desmond. I tried to stop him. Well, don't tell me who you are. She's Cochran's partner, Mac, the one who posed as Dorothy Robbins. For heaven's sake, hurry, will you? He'll get away. What's the rush? We're not after Desmond. It's Cochran we want to talk to. Well, you can't anymore. Desmond just killed him. You fools. While you're questioning me here at headquarters, Desmond is getting further and further away. He won't get very far. Every road out of town's being watched. Then why are you holding me? Because you might have killed Dorothy Robin. Dorothy Robin? I didn't know she was dead. That doesn't mean you didn't kill her. You could have poisoned the coffee that came from Cochran's apartment. I don't know what you're talking about. Then I'll make it plain. You said Desmond came down the fire escape of the apartment, broke the window pane, and shot Cochran. Oh, he did. That's your story. And so far, you're the only one who can prove it. What do you mean? Just what I said. Desmond could have poisoned the Robin girl and shot Cochran, too, if he came down that fire escape. If he came down? Yeah. You might have invented the whole story. Oh, that's crazy. Is it? You had a reason for killing Cochran and Dorothy Robin, too. You were jealous of them both. No. Don't lie to me. You as much as said so the first time I came to the apartment. Mackenzie! Mackenzie! For Pete's sake, Dugan, how many times have I got to tell you, don't bust into a room like that. Can't you see we're busy? But it's important, Mackenzie. We've got a lead on Desmond. Well, where is he? Hiding us somewhere in the railroad yard. He is spotted there by a yard policeman. Well, don't bother us with that now. Well, what do you mean? He's a murderer, Mackenzie. He's the one who shot Cochran. How do you know? How do you know it wasn't done by this girl right here? It couldn't have been. The bullet that killed him didn't come from her gun. Easy now, Ronya. Take it easy going through this yard. If Desmond's in one of these boxcars, he'll saw us down before we got a chance. He won't live long if he starts shooting. Every cop in the yard will be down on him. Yeah, but they won't do us any good. Watch it. I saw something move in that car. <laughs> we saw a glass of milk on the hook. Not that car, Mac. This one right here. Come quick. He's in there all right with a jammed gun. Can't you hear him? Yes, I can now. Hurry up, Mac. Crawl under the car and get some men on the other side of the yard. I'll pin him here till you close in. Okay, Brad. We'll make it back here as soon as we can. Good. Well, Desmond, how about it? Are you going to come out with your hands up? Or do you want me to do it the hard way? Why should I make it easy? Come out in here and get it. Oh, no. There isn't enough light in there yet. I'll wait till they bring up the floods. What are you afraid of, Renyon? You know my gun is jammed. That's why I'm playing it cozy. You've got to come out. Maybe I'd better come out right now, huh? Watch your step, Desmond. This gun is awful ready for you. I've got the hammer up. I don't care what you've got. I'm coming down. 
Now we're on the same level. Stay right there, chum. But you're kidding. You won't kill me, man. I will if I have to. You're too good a detective to bump me off before I've made a statement. <laughs> you'll try to save my life. I'll save my own first. Sure, but you'll have a couple of scars to show for it. I'm going to cut you up, Runyon, just once with this knife. i pay you for that beating you gave me. Don't be a chump. Stay where you are. Make me. See if you can stop me before I get to you. I'll stop you. Did you forget about your legs, Desmond? You can't walk if you haven't got your legs. You lousy copper. You get eyes like a cat. Drop the knife, Desmond, or your hands go next. Okay, okay. What else do you want? Your reason for shooting Cochran and killing Dorothy Robin. Dorothy Robin? She's not dead, is she? Ryan, she's not really dead. What do you mean? You killed her, didn't you? You crazy. I was in love with her, Runyon. That's why I shot Copper and he was doing everything he could to take her away from me. I didn't know you cared. You told me you were using her to blackmail her father. I was. She knew about it all the time. We was both living on the money I got from her old man. Then why were you hiding her? I didn't want him to find out. What? Dorothy was my wife. <laughs> Hey, what's the idea, Runyon? Why are you dragging me back to Dorothy Robbins' apartment? I'm not dragging you, Kermit. I just want you to help me find out something. About what? The cause of Miss Robbins' death. Come on in. Who's here? Just Mackenzie and Mr. Robin. You've met each other, haven't you, Kermit? No. Oh, uh, how do you do? Hi. Got anything new yet, Mac? No, the inspector thinks she might have committed suicide. Mr. Robin doesn't believe her. She wouldn't have done it, Runyon. She wouldn't have done it. Hey, for Pete's sake, what's this all about? You've got no right to hold me here. Take it easy, kid. Just take it easy. You had your breakfast yet? Huh? Well, how could I? You've been bumping me at headquarters all night, and now you bring me here. Well, relax, will you? I got a cup of coffee for you. Coffee? Yeah. Here you are. Hey, wait a minute. Where did you get this coffee? Quit worrying, kid. I made it fresh just now. What package did it come from? The red one up in the cupboard. That's the one I bought here last night. I won't drink this stuff. Why not? Because there's poison in it. You know there is. This stuff killed her. No, kid. This stuff didn't kill her. What do you mean? The package you brought over here last night was never opened. But what are you trying to give me? Heart failure? Because I have to make sure you didn't know where that poison came from. Well, where did it come from? Suppose you answer that, Mr. Robin. What? You were here last night, Mr. Robin, before we came over together. Why, you, you're a mistake. Don't try to deny it. The landlady saw you come out of the apartment. But, but, it's no use, Mr. Robin. If Kermit didn't do it, you did. Somebody tipped you off she was living here, and you decided to put her away. So you slipped into the apartment and poisoned the coffee pot. Maybe you were hoping to get Desmond, too. Yes, I was. I found out they were married, and I couldn't bear to think of the life he'd make her lead. And you hired me to throw the police off the track. Yes. I was afraid Kermit might talk in spite of the money I paid him, and I didn't want to be suspected. Kermit? Well, what's he got to do with it? Everything. He's the one who gave me this address. This is me, baby. Brad. I'm not speaking to you, Mr. Runyon. Oh, now, don't be that way, honey. I didn't mean to leave you hanging on the phone last night, but 
I got so busy I forgot all about it. What made you remember now? Well, my eye kind of hurts, and I thought you might soothe it. Go to a barber. He'll fix it for you. I like your way better. Sorry, I've got a date. Oh, honey, my eye really hurts. <sighs> all right, you big ape. Come on over here, and I'll blacken the other one. <laughs> Well, that's that. It seems I spend my life in getting into trouble and getting out of it. But at the same time, I generally manage to get some other people in and out of trouble, too. Be seeing you again. So long. Welcome back. Well, the dramatic plot twist music certainly got a lot of work in this episode. Really some good uh, twists and turns in this one. And it's certainly, I think, believable that the father would do this, even though the thinking is really messed up. I definitely appreciate how tough uh, Brad is. And how casually he handles people pulling guns on him and knives on him. He just keeps his wits about him. Uh, particularly, you know, the opening scene with the kid coming in with the gun. At first, he's just ready to be a, you know, casual, you know, robbery victim. You know, he's here, gonna take the money, here you go, let just go ahead and go. And then realizing that he's just there to intimidate him, he uh, figures he's not gonna pull the trigger. And I think the ability to size people up and whether they're serious, that is a really good skill that he has to think through that and respond appropriately based on the actual danger. Clearly, he's just not someone you want to mess around with. All right, well, I do want to go ahead and thank our Patreon supporter of the day. And I want to go ahead and thank Judith. Judith has been one of our Patreon supporters since March of 2016, uh, currently supporting us at the Seamus level of $4 or more per month. Uh, thank you so much for your support, Judith. And that will actually uh, do it for today. If you are listening to this episode over on YouTube, please be sure to uh, choose subscribe and to click the notification bell to be notified whenever we add a new episode. Join us back here tomorrow for The Man Called X. We'll be back next Tuesday with another episode of The Fat Man. In the meantime, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.